Gaius Caesar Caligula, read by Fletcher. Gaius Caesar Caligula, better known simply as Caligula, ruled ancient Rome for four short, horrible years and entered the world's languages as the embodiment of capricious cruelty. He was not always bad. Born in AD 12, he was the son of Germanicus, a popular warrior, and the nephew and adopted son of the reigning emperor, Old Tiberius. Seeing him in battle dress, his father's soldiers gave him a nickname. Ah, Caligula! It meant Little Boots. When Germanicus died, possibly poisoned, Little Boots stepped into his shoes as the adopted son of Tiberius. Tiberius taught the boy all he needed to know about degeneracy of every kind. Caligula, join in, join in! Not yet. Not yet. In AD 37, Caligula's patience paid off. The 78-year-old Tiberius sickened. According to some historians, Caligula helped him die. The Roman Senate gave him the throne. It seemed an inspired idea at first. Caligula cut taxes, restored the aristocracy that Tiberius had gutted, declared a general amnesty. Romans loved him. But even then, a certain spiteful nature began to emerge. He delighted in tossing gold coins to the ground in front of his supporters so that they would have to scramble to retrieve them. Then, just six months into his reign, Caligula caught an illness that brought with it raging fever and delirium. For weeks he lay strapped down to his imperial bed, writhing and screaming in agony. The Caligula that rose from the sickbed was a different man. The fever had affected his brain and left the emperor mad. He decided to be an absolute monarch, modeled after the pharaohs of Egypt. Down, all of you down! How can you stand my glaring light? He dressed himself up as the heroic mortals of mythology. Now I'm Hercules, and I'm off to destroy Cerebus. Right? Right? But it wasn't long before he made the jump into godhood. Do we not kneel before Apollo? Do we not quake? Do we not shiver in our little boots? He ordered his subjects to worship him. Remember, my children, those who pray may stay. Rumor held that he replaced a Jupiter statue's head with a likeness of his own, and that, like the pharaohs, he married his sister, Drusilla. Brother, is that you? Oh yes, and Apollo and Mars and King Tut and your husband too! Some historians say that he didn't seat Incitatus, his horse, as a Roman consul, but no one thought of him as just another harmless Roman eccentric. Caligula's extravagance was legend, and he built a bridge of ships across the Bay of Naples for a mock battle, and spent a fortune on the spruce goose of the day, a galley with ten banks of oars. To keep the people happy, he gave them bread and circuses. When he had spent the last of Tiberius's hoarded millions, he began stripping the aristocracy that he had once revived. But, your majesty, you ruined me. Would you prefer being crucified for treason? Caligula brought his trademark special touch to his cost-cutting measures. A suicide cake. Highness, how thoughtful and sweet. I insist that you try it. He raised taxes on everything, even streetwalkers. Shall our emperor take your share out in trade? No, here, take it all. A casino and bordello were set up in the palace to raise still more gold. But sadistic caprice was his strong suit. I can do anything and to anyone. When the emperor tortured sons, he liked their fathers to watch. After he took a woman, he liked to talk about it to her husband. 
A little plump in the thigh, but very pneumatic, Marcellus, very. No one ever just said no. Incredibly, with the populace turning against him, he still relished ridiculing and humiliating the Roman army. March to the English Channel and there engage Neptune. Bring me seashells to prove your victory. Be a good little girl, Cassius Charia, and see that they do it. Your will be done, sire. It was no way to treat a centurion in the Praetorian Guard. By now, Caligula had grown into a balding middle-aged man of 29. Debauchery had taken its toll. He suffered epileptic-like fits and terrible twitching, slobbering convulsions. Surrounded by people who wished him dead, Caligula maintained his foolhardy courage. Without guards, without weapons, he made his usual rounds. It was as though he was daring the dissatisfied populace to try to eliminate him. Finally, his enemies took his dare. A group led by Centurion Cassius Seria caught him in the Imperial Theater and stabbed him thirty times. To the very end, he urged them on. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. And so he was, but not for long.